And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created in We are exploited. We are downtrodden. We are denied not only civil rights, but even human rights. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against the common enemy. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crying in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being, God damn it! My life has value! We'll get together, have a few laughs. Hello and welcome to the Iowa Talk, guys. Today I am your host, Iraq. I'm your host, TP. And I am your host, Theo. And on today's episode, we will be discussing the Federal Appeals Court temporarily pausing the lower court's order limiting executive branch officials from communications with social media companies about controversial online posts. On Friday, July 14th, the Biden administration lawyers had asked the 5th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in New Orleans to stay the preliminary injunction issued on July 4th by U.S. District Judge Terry Doughty. Doughty himself had rejected the request to put his order on hold pending appeal. July 15th's brief Fifth Circuit order put by Doughty's injunction on hold until further orders of the court. It It called for arguments in the case to be scheduled on an expedited basis. So originally what it was was a judge in Missouri put some sort of a, I don't know what all the legalese is, but like a stay or whatever on federal agencies' ability to communicate and essentially, with social media companies, and essentially edit, right? What they say and cannot say, like we found out with the Twitter files that Matt Taibbi released. Yeah, which goes all the way back to Operation Mockingbird right. in the 1960s. Right. Uh, turns out it never ended, the program. Weird. And... Yeah, so they can't be held to the same sort of antitrust stuff right now, it doesn't seem. I don't know. Because they're so benevolent. Yeah, yeah. They, they won't go after social media companies for editing like they would a paper or something. So that's why so, I mean, tw- Twitter so, can get away yeah. with it and shit. The government can now repressure companies to remove what it deemed misinformation. Yeah. Mm. So I brought up this MSNBC opinion article. From July 7th, 2023, from Zishan Alim, MSNBC opinion writer, editor. Headline, why a judge blocking Biden from contacting Twitter isn't actually a free speech win. First Amendment scholars and advocates say the ruling is too broad and partisan to advance free expression. So, of course, the network that hosts Rachel Maddow, that liar on primetime, are allowing these academics just carte blanche to come on here with their defending the government's right to free speech, essentially, to... Yeah, not yours, not not ours. Not allowing federal agencies to contact social media companies is 
and and edit what they say is that's not a win for free speech. What the hell are you talking about? Right. Anyway, see how ass backwards these people are. They're freaking crazy. So it's, here's the here's the article. A federal judge ruled Tuesday, July 4th, that the Biden administration must cease contacting social media companies about a broad range of online content, including the administration efforts to flag misinformation. The judge said some of the administration's past communications with social media companies violated the First Amendment and said that during the pandemic, the government assumed a role similar to an Orwellian Ministry of Truth. Absolutely. We've talked about this many times. Of course they did. Yeah. The they tried derailing Joe Rogan. Yeah, they, they even used tried creating the Ministry I've, of Truth. I can't say it. You know what I mean? They've even, they even attempted to uh, put that psychotic Mary Poppins... Bizarro universe fucking version of Mary Poppins in there. What was what was her name? I don't know who this individual is, so I have no comments on it specifically. Her name is Nina uh, Jankowitz. It's how you hide a little hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little hide a little lie. Well, there was also. Do you remember who was the doctor? The CNN guy, Sanjay Gupta. Oh was yeah. on Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, and he's like, "Hey man, I'm not on horse medication, dude. I can afford my own. I can afford <laughs> real drugs, man." That were. So the guy that got a $150 million deal on Spotify. Right. And Sanjay just didn't have anything good to say. But you can tell also from the just even the headline of this MSNBC article from Zishan Alim here. First Amendment scholars and advocates say, according to who? According to you freaking Manhattan East Coast elites. Yeah. Knock, knock it off. I don't. Who gives a shit what your Ivy League scholars say? Right. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I would agree. So, anytime the government can intervene, intervene is what, it, what you hear and think. The and see the the Bill of Rights is literally designed to be chains and shackles on the, the government, government. Yep. not the people. And then if you want to get into it, if you want to get deeper, look at a state like Texas. We're not huge Texas advocates here. I think it's a unique, awesome place. I've only been there a couple times. I'd like to go back just to visit. But yeah, it's not a bad place. I don't, you know, it's fine. I could never live there. It's too damn hot. And there are snakes that can kill you and when they bite you and whatnot. But they have like 30 rights listed in their Bill of Rights. So if you want to even get, you know, further, a lot of states have really good ones, too. Yep. And they're designed to be shackles on the government, period, plain and simple. Government doesn't have rights. I don't, are these bureaucrats functioning with their badge, they don't have rights, dude. No. And what right do they have to tell you how to live your life? Well, none. It's obvious that they are colluding with social media companies and tech companies to, to influence you. And yeah, yeah to dominate. <laughs> they and, want to. And, and they've been doing it. I mean, now and things, yeah. But then think about how this is going to be influenced, and, and I haven't got a bunch of stuff together on this like I, I should have, but then imagine how AI is going to be oh, yeah. able Used. to learn people mm-hmm. and get into their head from there. Right, And then they won't need these FBI honeypots. They'll have AI honeypots that are getting people, right? Kamala Harris just went on the air the other day, sounding dumber than hell. But managing to get out the like point. Normal. Yeah, managing to get out the point. What did she say? It's like, two, it's two letters. 
AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's, first of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. Thanks, Kamala. <laughs> but she managed to get out. You are out, so bright. Yeah. She managed to get out the fact that it's important how you program it. And if you can, sw- she didn't say sw- sway it left wing, but you know damn well what, what she's saying. But what happens when they create an AI that rewrites all other AI programs, right? Maxine mm-hmm. Waters just was talking about AI and implementing ESG mm. in AI. It was a conspiracy theory a matter of months ago. But people already found that out on ChatGPT mm. when they started asking questions about Jan 6 and Trump and stuff on that AI, and it was all left-wing propaganda. So more examples of how conspiracy theorists, quote-unquote, are <laughs> yeah. like... Batten. It's like the Harlem Globetrotters right now. It's like the <laughs> other team isn't getting a single one. Well, it's just like that Sound of Freedom movie and the Rolling Stone articles. About oh, yeah. That. Oh, it's QAnon. Yeah. Yeah, right wing. Dad bod. Conspiracy. Porn or some shit. But that is an important point. Is that, in my opinion, that things like QAnon, we have our opinions about QAnon. Yeah. All right. They are rooted in in fact, somewhere. Yeah, there's a lot of... And human trafficking is real. Yeah. Tunnels with people going through them are real. It happens on the Mexican border so every day. Bef- before the, the woke military, I was, in, I was in when the transition to wokeness was happening, right? The um, Obama transition? Yeah. But we still had to... We, we gave classes on like real issues going around the world and stuff, right? And I had to give a class to my squad... Or I'm sorry, my whole platoon, and I was given human trafficking. I had to make a PowerPoint, go through the presentation, do all this stuff, right? I didn't know much about human trafficking at that point in my life. I just knew some stuff was happening. This is, and this was like 11 years ago. At that time, after I did all my research, I pulled my sources and stuff and everything. Like we had to turn it into the LT who had like a degree in English, so he's <laughs> like he had proof all of our stuff. And he was like, yeah, good job on this one, TP. I mean, that's actually kind of cool. I was like, thanks, sir. Anyways, then I had to get up and teach it to the class. At that time, 11 years ago, human trafficking was the third largest criminal export, or criminal activity, sure. racket. Um, billions a year. I don't have the figure up, well, but it's billions it's, a year. Now it's number one. At that time, it was third in place with uh, drug smuggling and gun running. Now it's suppressed both of those. I think TP meant to say, surpassed. You bloody idiot. And it's terrible. I mean, we'll have to do a whole other episode on all that stuff because yeah. there's so much to unpack there. But, yeah, anyways. E- yeah, E-Rock, what, but finish your thought on Sound of Music. Sorry to derail you there. Sound of Freedom. Yes. Sound of Freedom. Sound of Music. <laughs> all right, that sounds like an excellent opportunity for TP to cut in a funny song from a movie. Well, anyways. But sound Just of how freedom. They're, they're like, they're calling well, the, calling it conspiracy theory and yeah, blah blah blah. So yeah, go, yeah, the Rolling Stone. Remember when they uh, talked about the Cuties m- movie? Oh, that Netflix child <laughs> grooming. So they want to talk shit. It was about, creepy. They want to talk shit about the Sound of Freedom, but meanwhile they praised Cuties. Here's an, a tweet they wrote: Thanks to the major marketing mistake, the award-winning. French movie Cuties was accused of sexualizing young girls. 
it's actually a sensitive portrait of growing pains that deserves to be seen. He spelled grooming wrong. It deserves. Grooming pains. Yeah. It's fucking gross, dude. Uh, I haven't seen it, obviously, but I've seen enough clips to where it's uh, like, nobody needs to be watching that. When you're showing 11, 12-year-old girls twerking in booty shorts. (laughs) How is that art? Well, they have boys doing it now, too. Uh, That's still disgusting, then. Yeah. 11 or 12-year-old boys. Only pedophiles want to see that shit. Whoa. Yeah, you're right. But Hollywood uh, is our compass of morality. Yeah. Absolutely. Where yeah. they just where the Democrats just blocked some sort of child trafficking. Yeah, like I said, we'll get into that in another episode. That's a whole other episode right, to unpack yeah. and we can go over that what's his name? Tim uh um Billion or Bullion or whatever. The the cause that Sound of Freedom is based off a real story. Oh, actual okay, yeah. actual raids that happened. Jim Jim Caviezel played his, his in character. The movie. Yeah. The, what's the, he played he was in he was Jesus and the Passion of the, the Christ, Christ, yeah. And he literally went through hell after that Did he? performance. Oh, yeah. He's got a crazy story. Anyways, but yet... But they should have the right to their opinion, just like anybody else should. Who, Angel Studios that and bought the, government, the script or whatever? And, <laughs> and the government should not censor absolutely what well, they deem is misinformation or what they don't like. But well, here, let's just bring up some other examples of opinions from these individuals that think that this human trafficking is not a serious issue. Because, you know, some laws were passed in California, too, and uh, the Biden administration deemed that human trafficking is not that big of a concern anymore, yeah. the Department of Homeland Security. So, like I said, we'll unpack that in another episode. But I just want to bring up this. This is an MSNBC opinion also by Cynthia Miller Idres, March twenty second, 2022. Pandemic fitness trends have gone extreme, literally. White supremacist's latest scheme to valorize violence and hypermasculinity has gone digital. And it starts off, it appears the far right has taken advantage of pandemic at-home fitness trends to expand its decade-plus radicalization of physical mixed martial arts and combat sports spaces. We should start sparring each other. We, yeah, we've been talking about it for a while. Uh, so, Cynthia Miller Idris, yeah, this MSNBC columnist. I'm not trying to just sling shit, but she's obviously not intelligent. Right. This is garbage, and anybody with half a brain can figure it out from this first paragraph. Well, that's what white supremacists and home fitness. Yeah, that is. So, stupid. if you're working out at home, you're a white supremacist, or if you are doing any type. What about all the people out there that do mixed martial arts for, oh, I don't know, self-defense because we yeah. live in a crazy freaking world, especially Be- people that live in cities where you're not allowed to own firearms. Yeah, and you can see, but you can still see, manage to see people in videos in downtown St. Louis, like mentally ill homeless men just get iced right in the middle of the street. Yeah, or uh, men just picking up women and throwing them to the ground and breaking their spine and paralyzing them for the rest of their life. Kicking them down stairwells. Yeah. I mean, it's sick. Yeah. We live in a... It's it, disgusting. It's terrible. Get out of the and city. If you're so, a- so being fit and, and not limiting yourself to just the flight and the fight or flight option is uh, white supremacist. Yeah. Defending yourself. Sense. Getting back to those rights, right? And going back to the pandemic, you know, gyms weren't allowed to be open. Right. And gyms- if you want it, like those 
Guys that got arrested for keeping them open. Right. There was that guy in New Jersey that cut the locks and stuff and whatnot. Uh, haven't really found out what happened to him. Hopefully, they're doing well. But uh, we didn't. We talk about just recently an article that were. Yeah, I don't can't remember how recent it was. We talked about it, but yes, how working out helps your immune system. Yeah. And it was an effective prophylactic against COVID nineteen. Yeah, Whoa. but they shut down the gyms and they told you you couldn't go outside and, yeah. and work out. Who would have thought that respiratory okay. illness? So we're going to do it inside in our own homes. Well, now you're a racist. Now you're a white supremacist. Yeah, this so is stupid. garbage. Yeah. And I just want to say, here's how they pulled this freaking idea out of their ass. It said earlier this month, researchers reported. So this, like I said, this is back in March 2022. Researchers reported that a network of online fascist fitness, quote unquote chat groups on the encrypted platform Telegram are recruiting and radicalizing young men with neo-Nazi and white supremacist extreme ideologies, initially lured with health tips and strategies for positive physical changes. New recruits are later invited to close chat groups where the far-right content is shared. It's, okay. on, it's on an encrypted platform, but we know what they're doing. Yeah, like Discord or something like that. Fed. Telegram. Fed, fed, yeah. So, eh. so I did. So, um, what was it? Uh, fascist fitness was a link in that paragraph that you just read, and I opened it up, which goes to a Guardian article, which not to get off on too much of a tangent here, but tangent here. But Sunday, March 6, twenty twenty two, by Mark Townsend, headline: Fascist fitness, how the far right is recruiting with online gym groups, anti-fascist ha- group, hope, not hate says extreme extremists present self-improvement as part of wider political struggle. And there's a picture of a fit dude covering his face with a picture of Hitler covering a Jewish star, a uh, star of David, rather. And, and it says nine. Nine. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that you say that because it says here also, going back to this opinion, physical fitness has always been central to the far right. In Mein Kampf, which was Hitler's book that he wrote in prison, uh, Hitler fixated on boxing and jiu-jitsu, believing they could help him create an army of millions whose aggressive spirit and impeccable trained bodies combined with fanatical love of the fatherland, quote-unquote, would do more for the German nation than any mediocre tactical weapons training. Um, he wasn't wrong. And guess what? The U.S. government was already doing that with their troops well before Hitler had that idea. So Yeah, I would also mean? like to mention that if you look at Brazilian jiu-jitsu yeah. and the exact precise reason it was even invented in the first place, <laughs> I can't remember what the patriarch's name was. Helio Gracie. But it was designed he, to have he the was upper hand against... a sickly... His entire life, he was a sickly... Uh, scrawny guy, yeah. like 90 pounds. And what it was, was it was developed so that if some 250-pound juiced-up maniac comes after him... I will eat your ass! He developed a process to be able to break his damn arm. Or neck. Or, or neck, leg. Or leg. Or hip. And try not to... try Actually, try not to... Kill him. Kill them, but disarm yeah. them with their body. Right. And so, uh, once again, they're trying to get at the root of... The individual defending themselves. Right. They do not like that individual right. And you're right. Yeah, they don't, they don't want you to be able to defend yourself. It's so crazy, dude. Yeah, so they're not even just going after guns. So this when, is like another level beyond guns. Right. They're going after you 
to be safe in your persons. It's a well, it's a war for your mind, body, and soul. You're, right? you're absolutely right. So, yeah, th- that's the same opinionated morons that are saying that uh, human trafficking is a, a far right conspiracy. And along with this other moron, uh, this other opinionated moron, this is Medium.com uh, article by Anthony Bernardi, March 18 of this, this is, year. This is just beyond ridiculous. Why waking up early is rooted in white supremacy. Dum, 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 dum. Like I said, this ain't Babylon B. This is real opinions from these morons. The notion of waking up early and starting your day with the rising sun is often associated with productivity, success, and a strong work ethic. However, this seemingly innocent concept is not without its historical and cultural implications. In this article, we will explore the origins of the early rising narrative and how it is rooted in white supremacy, contributing to the perpetuation of racial inequalities. That was hard to say that with a straight face. This is Anthony Bernardi. Yeah. More like Anthony Retardi, if you know what I'm saying, huh? Huh? (laughs) Anthony, dear Anthony here, uh, the reason that I get up early is because I have a family and I had to get my ass up early to go to work before the sun comes up. Because I have a job. Because, yeah, I have a freaking job, dude. That's why I get up early. It wasn't Between. exactly I wasn't exactly conditioned to do so on my own terms. Yeah. I if if I was a freaking this guy's probably from freaking Connecticut or some shit like that. You dude. know, I'd sleep until 11 too, dude, if right? I had a trust fund. Waking up at the crack of noon and then having to still get off at 5 o'clock in the evening. Yeah, I must should be, be sleeping right now. Mm. Yeah, well, we got my ass we, out of bed. We, uh, yeah. we, we, we white dra- supremacist you out of bed. <laughs> we dragged E-Rocks out. Out of bed for this yeah. early morning. Uh, 8 a.m. and is so early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. We no, it's all fun, though. Anyways. Not well, really. Well, just reading through, I just want to go over this. Uh, reading through this guy's article here is just outrageous. <laughs> the origins of early rising ideology. The idea that waking up early leads to success and a disciplined life can be traced back to various historical and religious contexts. In the Western world, this belief had been strongly influenced by uh, Protestantism. 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 <laughs> I can't say that word. Protestantism. Thank you, Theo. And the Puritan work ethic, which emphasized hard work, diligence, and self-discipline as virtues. Which, hey, those are some good virtues. Oh, hey, it's weird. this is a perfect segue yeah. into our next studies. We're going to, yeah. So this work ethic has long been considered an essential component of the, quote, American dream and the idea that success can be achieved through dedication and effort. This is uh, this is bizarre. This is fucking bizarro world, Bernardi. Yeah. Bernardi bizarro world. So now we've established that not not only guns, it's not enough going after guns. It's we have to go after a person in their body. And now these people that are fit have good cardio systems can fight now the fact that they try to in your own words have lead a disciplined life yeah this is white supremacist well let me explain ideology. why ideology i i yeah i'm still he not says, following okay he says it's not inherently racist however the connection to white supremacy can be seen by examining the broader historical and social context so during the european colonism and the atlantic slave trade 
Enslaved Africans were forced to work tirelessly from sunrise to sunset, and their white oppressors often used the rhetoric of hard work and discipline to justify their inhumane treatment. This created a false narrative that Africans were inherently lazy and needed civilizing influence of their white masters to teach them the value of work. So there you have it, folks. Go find the article and read the rest of it. But that's the main. That is why waking up early is rooted in white supremacy. Because obviously the slave owners had to get up earlier than the well, their workers, the slave, the whiteies crackers, right? Had to wake up earlier than the slaves to get them up. Because you know, you know, I've actually witnessed this in real life when I was going to college. What? This uh, African American gentleman kept showing up late to class and the teacher's like why are you always late and he goes man i'm on cp time and the teacher's like what what the hell is cp time and he goes colored people time wow that's ridiculous so going back to what theo what you were saying about the uh you know the american the american dream the uh hard work diligence and self-discipline as virtues right well there's a lot of there's a lot of communities that thrive in America on the outskirts of society. Their populations are even expanding, and that I think that's been called white supremacist. Mm. Well, this is I'm sure this is soon to be deemed as white supremacist. But there's a new study that came out. This is a BreakingDigest.com article. New Jay, study. J. Pelkey, July 10, 2023. New study reveals zero diagnosed cases of cancer, diabetes, or autism among Amish children. Weird. Mm-hmm. A recent comprehensive study has revealed that Amish children, in contrast to broader American population, have not been diagnosed with chronic conditions that significantly affect their health. Huh. During a recent presentation to the Pennsylvania State Senate by... VSRV founder Steve Kirsch, the study highlighted that typical chronic conditions are are almost non-existent among strictly unvaccinated Amish children. The Amish population in America, which is nearly 400,000, was a key focus of the study. So Steve Steve Kirsch is the, uh, I believe he's the died suddenly guy. According to Wikipedia, Stephen Todd Kirsch is an American entrepreneur. He has started several companies and was one of two people who independently invented the optical mouse. Kiersch has been both a philanthropic supporter of medical research and a promoter of misinformation about COVID-19 vaccines. Died Suddenly was produced by Stu Peters. Okay. Yeah, apparently... So he's been on the COVID vaccine and whatnot. He's been... I think he had a substack or something. He's been, been... COVID helped his popularity. Oh, okay. All right, well, going on here, the article continues. With the highest concentrations of Amish citizens in Pennsylvania and Ohio, these states have emerged as the prime, primary hubs of Amish communities. However, Amish settlements can be found across as many as 32 states in the U.S. Yeah, we got a bunch in Iowa, southern Iowa. Uh, yeah, even northeast. And Mennonites and northeast, stuff. Northeast, yeah. Yep. The Amish population is growing rapidly with families typically having an average of seven children contributing to the ongoing expanse of their community. And their communities are pretty wild. I mean, they're 
eating all their own grown they food. Grow their own food, not GMO. Their you, yes, their their beef and their their livestock is nice and healthy yeah. without any steroids and their homes, their barns are efficient. Their um, farms, they are impeccable. Mm-hmm. They're impeccably landscaped. They do it all by hand. Yep. You want to talk about disciplined lifestyle, yeah. Anthony Bernardi. They get up at 4 or 5 a.m. Right. They got hands that could crush your skull, too. Yeah, you want to know why? Because they, they have work. chores to do. Yeah, they work. Yeah, and they'll work from sunrise to sunset. And when their neighbor's barn play. burns down, the whole community comes together and pays for a barn, and they put it up. Yep, in a day. But Yeah, those guys watching those videos of them putting up barns, raising barns is pretty awesome. You so I I don't know if we I'd brought like it up. It I don't know person. if we brought it up on the show, but there there is an Amish outfit in in uh, eastern northeast Iowa that I, I think the dude I've somebody I know got their barn roofed metal yeah. metal roof steel roofed by this Amish guy, and he, you know he came with the I can't I don't know what it's called, but you, they bring the roll of metal. And then they'd like stamp, oh, they, stamp it in the yep. guy or, or whatever. Yeah, they bend it there on site. Yeah, and he had a driver and everything. Had somebody driving him down because when they're off the reservation, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. They can they can use vehicles and yeah, whatnot, yeah, they but can they, use can't, some technology. they can't drive them ever. Right. Uh, depending on how conservative their ordnung is. Right. And steel roofing your house is you're gonna pay for it, right? Right. But they're like, I don't know how these people make money. Oh, yeah, they it's get it so, done so fast and, and so cheap. They charge you the bare minimum that they can. Yeah, because all their money goes into a pool, in the community pool, and they all take care of their own. They do. And, yeah, the, it's a pretty it's pretty uh, wild to see. I remember being a kid. I'm like, man, that would suck being Amish. But, no, it's great. No affiliation, but one of the greatest channels on YouTube is a guy named Peter Sentinella. I would recommend everybody get on his channel and check him out he's amazing he'll go anywhere and talk to anybody and he has got in with some amish communities and uh, he's even been with conservative enough ordnungs of uh what are they called uh, uh schwartz schwartz tropping or something like that uh schwartz Trubin. they're like the I'm most conservative sure. amish and like he can't even put his camera on them oh really yeah and Dude, they just they live very disciplined and simple lifestyles, man. And they thrive. And they have no none of these the same diseases. Right. They don't have they the, don't, all the electricity. They don't have power the, lines. The Rockefeller um, funded petro pharmaceuticals that they're ingesting and yeah. shit. So they yeah, even their older populations don't have the same diseases. Not even just the children. More liberal Mennonite and Amish communities that do allow electricity to their homes. They don't have their kids aren't watching TV and playing video games. Yeah. Their kids are going out and they're running around and shit. Yeah. They're drinking well water. Yep. That's not processed with you know drinking unpasteurized milk. Yeah. Yeah. Raw milk. Eating raw dairy. Yeah. Eating churning a dozen butter today. Churning butter. Churning butter. Dude, and their butter is so good. It is. And you know what? It's it's probably not as unhealthy. Uh no. As we've been led to believe. And it stays for it lasts it's not forever. Processed. Well, look at what these people eat. And they're and they have no obesity rates whatsoever at all. Weird. Yeah. And they have plenty of food. Anyway, they they can't use GMO corn. No. Yeah. All their stuff. They have seeds that they keep from 
generations, you know, they, they know how to maintain all their stuff. And now look at the health effects. Amazing. White supremacy. Right. They don't have these issues. Oh, yeah. Never mind that they're, like, really devout Protestants. So there's another strike against them. Right. So it's not going to be long before Amish and Mennonite are considered to be white supremacist communities um, with the way that these morons are thinking. And you know know what? Something that people don't talk about, part of their principles, which I find interesting, man. And we're at a kind of this weird time and place with militarism around the globe, but they do not believe in taking up arms. Yeah, they don't. In and defending a country. They just believe in their community and worshiping their God. Yep. And so that's interesting as well. They're pacifists. We're not saying that as a what? derogatory term. To no, them. what they are doing is working. <laughs> that's what this is, article is. Right. So they won't get weight code. ATF, you boys are wrong. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, we have reported how... FDA and bureaucracies are going after their meat and food processing yes, cooperatives. Yes, we did. We did talk about that one in our earlier episodes last year, um, and he won. They don't like that healthy food. No, they don't like you making money and helping other people be healthy either. However, Kiyosh responded to an AP News story that was published and confirmed he'd produced no such study. It was an informal effort on my behalf using multiple methods to try and uncover what the health effects are for the Amish who are unvaccinated, he said in a phone interview, noting that his efforts included offering a $2,500 reward for information about Amish COVID deaths on Twitter. APnews.com By Philip Marcello July 14, 2023 You know, if, if these Amish... Uh let any more of these people come in and do studies on them, they might want to stop doing that. Otherwise, their kids might be rounded up and, you know, assisted suicide like the Canadian government's trying to do with, you know, oh, these poor kids, they don't have any money. We'll just euthanize them. Which brings us to our next point. This isn't breaking news by any mean, but it's something that's so morally deranged that we need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I have here a... Um, May 11, 2022, Guardian, The Guardian article by Leland Checo in Toronto. Headline reads, Are Canadians being driven to assisted suicide by poverty or healthcare crisis? So if you haven't heard, Canada is the state of Canada. They have state-run healthcare, single-payer healthcare. It is the Canadian government, federal government, out of Ottawa. And government's not helping handicapped Mm-mm. people with with uh, wheelchair or like like stair chairs that they can zip up. No, that's too expensive. They are offering them state assisted euthanasia, suicide by state. Yeah, we've talked about this. Has been a concept in governments on government's radar for over a hundred years, all over. If you go back and listen to our MK Ultra uh, series, I think it's part three. We talk about how the American psychiatric, psychiatric association, American psychiatric psychiatric association, was talking about euthanizing mentally disabled children Bef- in, a, in America before Hitler was. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Where did he learn how to do all this shit? Well, apparently they Indian wouldn't. reservations and whatnot. Yeah. Go go look at him. Yeah. And Canada does have a. Uh, a track record of, yep. with their natives of doing uh, this stuff. Yeah, you, you know? want to talk about smallpox blankets and oh shit. Oh my gosh, you bet. Yeah, yeah, Canada was 
think our government the was jacked up. There. Yeah, they mm-hmm. were every bit. So the article says, after pleading unsuccessfully for affordable housing to help ease her chronic health condition, a Canadian woman ended her life in February. That would have been in 2022. Rest this lady's soul. Under the country's assisted suicide laws, another woman suffering from the same condition and also living on disability payments has nearly reached final approval to end her life. The state approved to end her life Hmm. and are doing so, assisting her in so. The two high-profile cases, as the article continues, have prompted disbelief and outrage and shown a light on Canada's right-to-die laws, which critics argue are being misused to punish the poor and infirm. In late April, the Spectator ran a story with a provocative headline, Why is Canada euthanizing the poor? Why is the government euthanizing anybody? Right. Well, should you be allowed to kill yourself if well, you want to go out? This is this is the question. So obviously, going back thousands of years, traditional Judeo-Christian values t- would teach that suicide is always wrong, right? But you know, a lot of the trend of this episode and why it's flowing is one's sovereignty over their own body and their own mind, right? So hey, well, I don't know. Well, I don't, yeah, you know, I mean that's. Hey. I don't think the government should be involved in the it. The government should. That's. I think that's the point we can make yeah. here. The government, mean, would you agree, Rob? But should the doctor then, is it illegal for him regardless? I, so I, is that murder? That's, that's a moral question. And, 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 and you know, I, it, it, we have an example of what happens in this case in certain scenarios. It, yeah. Right? Well, if Which we will get to. Because there are some U.S. states that do have assisted suicide in, in the United States. Well, the day I can't wipe my own ass. Yeah. I'm going out yeah i mean it's it's if you had if you were stroked out do you want to just be laying hooked up to machines and whatnot well i mean we do have that like yeah i would not want to be a vegetable i have the do not resuscitate we're also the here's another fold here's another wrinkle to the moral question but at the same time though here's the real crazy thing with that here's the flip side because our medical system is so jacked up and these doctors, a lot of them are shooting from the hip. I know multiple people that have died over a misdiagnosis or just straight-up malpractice. Okay? Or, yeah. And I know one individual, one lady, she had some type of stroke, was unresponsive, went into a coma. The doctor's like, oh, yep, she's done. Just, just, just I pulled the plug, and her family's like, you can go pound sand, doc. Like, we're not pulling anybody's plug except for maybe yours if you ever say that again. Well, she was in a coma for like three months and then woke up. And everything was fully fine. recovered almost. Really? Yeah. <sighs> I was like, holy smokes, dude. Imagine if the family would have taken the doctor's advice. Well, we have talked we've talked about certain doctors before in episodes thirty seven, thirty-eight of what is uh MK Ultra forty two through forty six. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you're having sleeping issues? Yeah. Well, we have this great program to yeah. help you out. We're gonna shock the shit out of you. Yeah, and put you in a fucking drug induced sleep coma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you like that? So let's bring up if this the, the huge it was a huge story we were uh 90s kids right we we're mm-hmm. products of the 90s primarily. right on the ass end of millennials yeah we, we we spent the entire 90s in our childhood in our youth yeah and if you're one of our younger listeners love you guys thank you for listening you're obviously uh, we would say you're on the right track mm-hmm. we really appreciate mm-hmm. you listening but there was a guy and his name was dr kavorkian this is actually a june 1st 2007 
MSNB or excuse me, NBCnews.com health news article. No name, just MSNBC.com news services. Kevorkian released from prison after eight years. Doctor Kevorkian, Jack Kevorkian was his name as the NSNB or, uh, as the NBC article. Doctor Death. Doctor Death. Yeah, this was big in the news. Uh, was a retired pathologist, paraphrasing the article here, dubbed Dr. Death after claiming he had participated in at least 130 assisted suicides. He got out of prison. He spent eight years in prison. I remember... For you remember killing 130 people? Yeah. Do Damn. You re- do you remember? But it was all... They wanted to. Voluntary. Yeah. They wanted to go out. I, uh, you couldn't not pay attention as a kid. It was everywhere. If you had a television in your house to any extent or yeah. could see it anywhere... Or, of course, print was just so popular back in the day. Yeah, he was... Uh, that He was everywhere. And there were videos of some of his patients. I remember a lady, in fact. She was... It was the night before they got into his little Volkswagen. There's a museum in uh, Las Vegas, actually, from some one of those travel show ghost stories guys that has mm. the, the Volkswagen Is van... The Taps guys from uh, Ghost Hunters. Yeah, Something grabbed my dick. Yeah, I can't remember. It's one of those <laughs> fake-ass bullshit. But, yeah. but this sick <laughs> fuck collects all these you know, nostalgic memorabilia from these serial killers and shit, Bundy's shit and stuff like that. Did he keep? Fucking weirdo. He's got the van. He's got Corkin's Volkswagen van where he would bring the patients into. They'd drive around and he'd wow. take them out. Why didn't they just go into a garage but and this turn lady, on their car? This lady wanted it bad. You want to die? We'll bring it to you. <laughs> so now the Canadian government is doing it, but here's a guy that did eight years in prison. Uh, in this article, there's a picture of him. or there. No, 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 when I was searching. You know how all the articles. Was that one where you're smiling coming out of the penitentiary? No, it was a picture of him and Al Pacino on the red carpet getting their picture taken because Pacino played this guy. He's fucking huge. Oh, really? Yeah. But he's passed away since, I believe, Kevorkian. So it's yeah because he was seventy nine. Pr- something probably was sick and, and wrong with the dude where he died on June third, two thousand eleven. Yeah. Okay, so now, a couple years after he got out of prison. Now governments are doing this, and there's a uh, eighty three years old Switzerland. Die? Switzerland has a policy on it as well. They've got euthanasia hmm. laws. He struggled with kidney problems, liver cancer, hepatitis. C. But here's the thing, though, going back to the Amish. How are these people getting these terminally ill fucking diseases and wanting to get to this point where they want assisted suicide? I bet there wasn't a shortage of medication that they could get hmm. in that state. Yeah. Pain medication. But the, just to dull the pain. The food. Food. The radio towers hitting us all the time. I mean, like, once again, the Amish, they don't, they're oh. not consuming the same garbage that we are. They're not getting the... Uh, as, soon, as soon as you're born, hey, welcome to the real world. Sticking you with shit. Yeah. He died in a hospital that said it was painless. And they don't have any of these uh, chronic diseases or illnesses, or at least very low, right? Right. Super weird. So think just how sick that is. The same government, that the ones that, oh, this is FDA approved, right? Oh, we have the, uh, we have the Department of Agriculture to, to ensure that this is uh, safe for human consumption. And all these people are getting these diseases, so now they're like, well, if you're too sick, instead of uh, spending, you know, we can send millions of dollars to Ukraine for shit, but we can't buy you a wheelchair ramp. We'll just kill your ass. I don't, that I don't want to rag on Iowa farmers. This is not to do that. But here's a simple fact, that if you eat corn, grain products, 
Which you do in everything. You are eating that that are GMO'd from GMO corn. Mm-hmm. You are eating stuff that one of the things it's GMO'd for is to be sprayed with a compound of chemicals that any any one of the individual compounds alone or, or chemicals alone would kill you. Dude, yeah. Like we said Period. before. That's not a controversial oh, statement. This shit, it can cause the insects' stomachs to explode, but it's safe for you to to consume. Oh, there were paperclip yeah. studies on that. IG oh, Farben. Weird. Even though ant poison, like you're you're supposed to even put down ant poison packs with rubber gloves and shit or latex gloves. You don't even want it t- contacting your skin. But whatever, right? Well, meanwhile, yeah, it's pretty sick. Chuck Schumer but doesn't want you drinking prime energy drinks. Oh Did yeah. You know about that? No. Yeah, he's pressuring the US Food and Drug Administration. On Wednesday, the July 12th, against the popular influence-created energy drink, he said. Uh, apparently, YouTube Logan Star. You know, like yeah. Paul, Logan Paul. Paul Logan. Oh, okay. YouTube Star. Should be in- investigated due to high caffeine content in the <laughs> energy drink, adding that it was also being marketed to children. Yeah, let's. this is the stupidity of just going after one product, and we already talked about a segment of society earlier that, um, they are living proof of the solution to this. Right. Well, it's only 200 milligrams of caffeine. I don't know how much that is. Which is equal to... How much is in the coffee that we drink? Two Red Bulls, but some of those uh, coffee... They say like 300. Yeah, the like the Black Rifle Coffee BFG or whatever they call the thing. I wonder why there's so much cardiovascular disease. Well, according to... Well, Canadian regulations, energy drinks must not contain more than 180 milligrams of caffeine. Well, the the Black Rifle regular coffee ones are 200 milligrams of, co- of caffeine. So. so in Canada, you can kill yourself, but you can't drink more than 180. Right, because we care about your health. Yeah, he doesn't have anything to say about that. Yeah. Well, that, another thing real quick, going back to what you had said about the, you know, uh, what's in our food, the corn and everything. The other thing I found interesting after learning more about what food does to our bodies is that flour, too much flour, your body does the same thing with too much flour that it does with too much sugar. Stores it as fat. Sure. So look at all the stuff. It is really a sugar kind of Look at all the stuff that you're eating. It converts to sugar. Yeah. And then converts to fat. Yes. Right. So even if you're not eating a bunch of sugar, but you're consuming a shitload of flour, especially the enriched bleached flour or whatever it is that's just terrible for your body. Our, your body doesn't know what to do with that shit. And look at your food. It's in, like, everything. Yeah, what's that called? Wheat belly or whatever? That, like. Oh, yeah. We ain't. Let's, let's be honest. None of the top guys are rolling around with 10% body fat. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, we're, I think we're doing a lot better than most. Though. Sure, yeah. We got dad bods, we drink except a, for E-Rock. We drink a lot of grain product. E-Rock's got an eight-pack over here. We're jealous. He, that's yeah. how he does his laundry. Just The old lady gets up and puts some dish soap on his abs and just gets the hose out and washboard abs, baby. Washboard abs. There we go. He's humble. He's shaking his <laughs> yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, Who yeah. needs an eight-pack when you have a 12-pack? <laughs> yeah, that's a good Fear. point. Keg. Yeah. So let's... Uh, Let's end this one with an article here by Iowa Public Radio. IPR. Meanwhile in Iowa. Meanwhile, circling back to Iowa. Incredibly controversial subject. Is this heaven? No. It's Iowa. So the, this is uh, Katrina Sostarik. 
Sestaric and Clay Masters. I know that one. Katrina listened to, I've listened to enough IPR in my day. Okay. Clay this Masters. Published uh, July 14, 2023. Iowa governor signs law immediately banning abortion, abortions around six weeks of pregnancy. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds signed a law f- Friday, July 14th afternoon, banning most abortions after about six weeks of pregnancy. It went into effect immediately. Of course, it's worth noting by Iowa Public Radio that the bill was at a large gathering. The signing was at a large gathering of evangelical Christians in Des Moines. That's good. They had to make sure that that was pointed out. Well, good. Good for those people being there. And good for Kim Reynolds. My personal opinion, this is not Iowa talk, guys. This is opinion of TP. I think abortion is wrong. But you do what you want. It's not your body. It's two. Yeah, I think it comes down to individual decisions, man, and, and there's just uh Yeah, you're going to be the one, and and so I'm not going to judge anybody for I, doing it I, either, I, unless you're doing it multiple, unless <laughs> you're using it as a form of birth control, <laughs> that's just, you're, you're, something's wrong with you. I, I just think, like, everybody's heard the stories about what the later ones look like. Yeah. And uh, it happening after children have been birthed right and what's the and 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 i don't want to go down a spiritual rabbit hole here but it's just weird that like one of the two or handful of abortion clinics in new mexico is like i think it's called like the justice scalia is it justice scalia or one of the uh, one of the other supreme court justice i don't know the one that uh mothers it's their mother's abortion clinic is what it's named after. It and, and it's the satanic, it's a satanic temple. The facility, which is located in New Mexico, was named the Samuel Alito's mom's satanic abortion clinic. Which you're, you're, if you want to worship Satan and you, 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 that's, that's, you do you. But that's just weird. Yeah. Once again, you're proving that, all the conspiracy theorists right yeah, again. Yeah, doing it, performing <laughs> an abortion as a satanic sacrifice, a blood sacrifice. Whoa, that's just a that, whole whole level weird, and I'm saying to me that that's you can say that secularly. Yeah, I think that's bad juju. That's, that's uh, weird. Yeah, I don't get down with that. I think so, that's totally sick. Yeah, Governor Reynolds, uh, E-Rock I mean, and I have been in her presence. That's you literally to the March Donald, Donald Trump special. Any, she has the most annoying any, voice in the world. Yeah. Yeah, and I think any, I don't think she has any big fans here. That was really. I mean, cute. I think she handled uh, s- some of the the COVID stuff really good in Iowa. Better, I, we were better than other places. I yeah. will definitely give her that. I think she did. She did. She exceeded my expectations. Mm-hmm. I'll say there that there were like mask mandates that did happen and closing, oh, yeah, I closing figured. small businesses. Those. I wonder how many of them went out of business. And I know. I'm sorry to one a, of mine did. to a huge degree. Um, she's responsible. Yeah. But for the most part, I do think that she handled some things that were... It was a lot better than most states, honestly. I think... Uh, what's this? BNNnetwork.com. Sorry, I didn't send this to you, but but while we're on the subject, something that happened recently, uh, BNN Network Politics Justice Nua 4. This is the be- must have been the end of June. Iowa Governor Reynolds visits Israeli PM Netanyahu, signs declaration of support. Thanks, Kim. Oh, yeah. We brought that up. Thanks for the foreign policy. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that is. So it's just more, she's bowing to her Republican masters, Uh, appeasing them. 
you know, I. So that just goes to show you where she's at. People don't actually realize the fucking pit bull that Israel is. They don't um, need yeah. any more military support than they can well, provide for themselves. They've kicked everybody's fucking ass for 70 years. And they're continuing to make tons of money on exp- their exports. Yeah, pharmaceuticals is one of their main. Oil, software, IT. Food. They're, yeah, they, food, they they're, supply most of the Mediterranean with their fresh vegetables. They're the only ones with nukes around there. They uh, they just had that oil field that popped up off their coast, and not to, a few years ago. Yeah, that she's just kissing the ring, right? Yeah, which doing that, it, well, that's doing not respect worthy. Doing me. what bootlickers do, bud. She pissed off Trump too. Yeah, really. Like she show up to a DeSantis rally or something, and now he well, then went he's on just being social and he a said, baby about it. He is, but let's face well, the well, facts. Let's see. DeSantis was in Congress. Seems like he has a record record of defending the Pentagon hugely. Yeah. He was a Navy JAG lawyer for Guantanamo Bay, something to do with Guantanamo Bay, which we haven't dove deep into that, but it it would not surprise me at all if there are some pretty horrifying stories that could come oh, from that. Oh, there place. is. I've been doing research because I've been putting together a show kind of to follow up off of our MK Ultra series about... Uh, CIA torture techniques. Yeah, were, at black sites. Yeah, that it's, that were utilized at Guantanamo Bay that came straight out of MK Ultra programs. And yeah, it's it's like crazy putting people naked in cold cells and just blaring music and shit and, and strobe lights and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's shit sick. And we got a dude running for president now. That's the governor of Florida that was a lawyer for defending the Navy. So, I I got questions, dude. Yeah. And I don't know. That's just all the political bullshit games, dude. We're not. We've established, at least for the most part here, that uh, we're probably beyond voting for people. Yeah. At this point. Dish set. Sorry. Yeah. Thrill's gone. Not not trying to be negative. Thrill is gone. Uh, In fact, um, I I think we got some fun stuff coming up your way um, for our listeners. Something that we can do. We've been talking about fresh foods. Um, we're going to be bringing on a guest in, yeah. the, in the upcoming weeks yep. that has, uh, he's had, he's succeeded and he's failed this year, um, with certain things, but uh, as far as growing, as far his as own growing food. his own yes. food, but what he did do is he fabricated a soilless hydroponic nutrient input system that use, utilizes a particular method. Yeah. And, uh, one of the things that, that he's grown successfully in his backyard Without soil, are tomatoes and cucumbers and very bigger nutrient-rich plants like that. He's going to explain how he did that in his backyard and how you can too. Yeah, heck yeah. And he might even actually have had a little political change of heart recently. Yeah. So he can talk about we're, that as yeah, well. Yeah, we're excited to bring him on and have yeah. him talk about that stuff. Yeah, and Yeah, we've done a couple of different shows on growing your own food. Absolutely. That we're all big here on that. All three of us have gardens, growing veggies, you know. Um, so, and we think it's very important that you need to be ingesting your own vine ripened fruits and vegetables off of your own soil. And there's something about it too. There's something spiritual touching the soil, working this plant, let it, you know, nurturing it as it grows. There's no doubt that it tastes far superior, far superior. You're going to spoil yourself, especially with tomatoes, a vine ripened tomato. Cucumbers. Oh my gosh. Cucumbers. Oh, fresh cutes with, uh. Make slicers out of them? Oh, what, buddy. Two cucumber plants? One or two cucumber plants? That's all you need. You can have... You get rid of potato chips. 
just cut oh, cucumbers yeah, yeah. up for your kids. They're not. There's no wax on them like there is in the store. You don't yep. have to peel them. That peeler is, is nutrients and whatnot. Yes, the skins. And yep. um, some of some strains are bitter, but um, well, yeah. But, but the, the point here is is that the cucumber it has pretty much all of for the most part virtually all of the vitamins and nutrients that your and, kid needs for the day. And there's ways to bake them to or dehydrate them to make them into chips yourself. Yeah. yeah. Right. You can do that with kale as well. It's delicious. Yeah, and then instead of using uh, French onion dip, use some, a little bit of veggie dip for your mm. kids, and boom, I like them. Yeah. So, so there we go. Positives. Yeah, we got stuff coming up. Positives. Yeah. More. We want to bring you more stuff on your nutrition. We're not. Don't rely on politicians because they don't matter. Rely on yourself. Right. You matter. Do what the Amish are doing. It's working for them, obviously. So you know. Don't let the liberal media tell you how to think and feel. That's right. Follow us on Twitter at Iowa Talk Guys. On Instagram at Iowa Talk Guys underscore podcast. Give us an email. Yes. Iowa Talk Guys podcast at protonmail.com. Link Guys, in the description. Email us with what, what do you want to hear? Right. What do you want to hear? Give us some ideas. Also, the website is up and running. We got to tweak some stuff there. Um, there is a down at the bottom of the page you can click. You can email me on there, the tp at iowatalkguys.com. We're, we're working on it, but it's can, up now. So go check it out. Let us know what you think of it. Yeah. You can listen to the, the podcast on the website. And uh, we're, we're working on getting our Twitter and Instagram feeds to live feed to there. So, yeah. Once again, we're doing this all ourselves, folks. So yeah, just honestly, be patient you, with us. Email us with ideas on and yeah. help and whatnot on that, too. But we've been, we've we been should, talking about... Uh, <laughs> we need a merch store, too. We've been talking about getting this website up for over a year now. We finally did it. Should we get on Yay! threads? What's that? Um, what? The Meta, the new no. Twitter no. competitor. No. Oh. I don't know about that. Well, apparently it's the new hot thing. and Far-right billionaire Elon Musk is losing... People. Whatever. Why are all the bots going over to <laughs> <laughs> threads? I think that uh, yeah, we need to we need to establish a Rumble channel here. As well. Yeah, we're going to we're, we're working on that. We got stuff coming up in the future, folks. Stay with us. For those that have been with us since the beginning, we really appreciate it. We yeah, love you thank guys. You. Thank you so and, much. And to new listeners, please keep it yes. up. Keep those downloads coming, please. Uh, five star reviews. Yeah, uh, yeah. Eventually, we'll get on iTunes. It's just where I hate Steve Jobs and his stupid ideas so much. Sorry, well, he shouldn't dead. hate him. I know. Tell your but his ideals live on. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell your mother. Tell your father. Tell your cousin's sister. Wouldn't that be a cousin too? Yep. Always remember: don't eat the yellow cake. Don't eat the yellow snow. Don't eat the GMO foods. Iowa talk, guys. Out. Out. Hi. Good night, everybody.